0: Lone Star Gun Talk is a Lone Star Gun Rights production. Original music and hosted by Derek Wills. Copyright Lone Star Gun Rights 2020. All right, Lone Star Gunners, welcome to the podcast. This is Lone Star Gun Talk, the official podcast of Lone Star Gun Rights, and I am your humble host as always, Derek Wills. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Go ahead and chime on in comments where you are watching from. Uh, I had to take a couple of weeks off. I was just, I was losing my mind on everything that was happening on social media, so I turned off Facebook for uh, two and a half weeks. Uh, I just got back on it just 2 days ago I think uh and I see nothing has changed so there's that um and uh you know I'm I I'm I, I needed to take a break so I'm back now we're going to talk some privacy stuff uh we're going to we're bringing in a special guest that I've known for a little bit uh but he is kind of a he's kind of a privacy advocate and we're going to talk about why privacy is important how are some what are some things that you can do to protect yourself uh and why you need to uh his name is josh and we're just going to leave it at that his last name redacted and we are talking to him from a nondescript location in the middle of some place on the planet uh josh are you there sir
1: yes i am how are you doing Derek?
0: oh wonderful any better it would be a felony. Uh, so uh josh let's start off just a, a little bit this is usually kind of a more personal question uh but with whatever you're comfortable with sharing let's tell us a little bit about yourself and your background
1: um oh uh military police for 10 something odd years got out tried running a business it didn't work out so well uh Well, I ran a couple of businesses. They didn't work out so well. Uh, Probably the lack of everything driving me towards one thing, and I didn't realize it, so I finally think I'm there. Uh, Then I ended up as a uh, federal background investigator. So I ended up violating a whole bunch of people's privacy, but they kind of said, hey, violate my privacy so I can get a job at the federal government, and I just did my job for the for a contractor for them so i wasn't directly employed by the federal government i don't i'm never going back to working for the government again
0: so, i couldn't imagine why not
1: <laughs> oh, man. you are speaking to the choir they just they are they are that special cousin you have that you're just like really we're we going this way That's kind of what they're like. They're just that special cousin. Like, man, I don't want much. I don't want anything to do with you, but you're in my life for some reason.
0: Right. (laughs) So uh, let's start off with something simple, and this is something that gets glossed over. Uh, By the way, we got Dennis, we got Ed in here, Uh, we got Rudy from uh, Indio, California. Thank you guys so much for chiming in. If you guys got questions during the show, feel free to chime on in. uh, Drop them. And uh, we'll get those answered. But the first question, Josh, that I have for you is why should we care about privacy? You know, I mean, we, we, we remember the Ed Snowden revelations. Uh, <laughs> we remember before then thinking jokingly almost, but half truth almost at the same time going, oh, the government's listening in. The government's watching us anyway. And then Ed Snowden drops his... Bombshell, yes, the government is spying on you, and then it changed from this mentality of knowing to now knowing and it freaked some people out. I don't think it freaked out as much people as I feel it should have, <laughs> but there's that mentality that some people have of if you're not doing anything wrong, then what do you have to hide? So why should privacy matter?
1: Well, well, first off, Snowden's an American hero, straight up. Absolutely, poor guy stuck in a different country. He deserves a full pardon. He needs to come back to us. Um, Privacy matters. On, I'll say that there was a time where I was kind of, I was, I, I would say I was never on the fence of. privacy doesn't matter. We don't have any privacy. I was always more on the side of the privacy matters fence, but I I got farther and farther away from the fence. And the reason, because I realized how much information is becoming out there and how much more vulnerable we've become. So it, and I had a phone call conversation with an attorney uh, because that's main target for my, businesses attorneys and their clients i can work with anybody that's my main target and when i went to do a pre lookup of him i spent maybe an hour maybe two um and i had his personal cell phone number which i only talked to this guy on facebook never interacted with him through text anything else like that i had his personal cell phone number i had his business email address I had his personal email addresses, I had his home address, I had anything and everything about him, and I, realized, I knew a lot of this information a long time ago, and I just kind of, like, over time, this has just really clicked to me with how open we are, and I keep hearing stories about, like, this guy that's riding his bicycle down the street, not doing anything to anybody but something in the area that he was in at that moment. So, you know, geographic location. So one, two, three main street, he's at the fifth street or something like that, but he's in this geographic location. Well, the police go to Google and say, we want all the cell phones and who they're attached to and everything else in this area. And this guy's brought in for question. when He was nowhere near what, When it really happened, but because his real name is attached to his phone, attached to his Google account, the police pull him in for question and treat him like a criminal for something he had nothing to do with. Had no, there was, (laughs) he was an innocent bystander, not even a bystander. He was three streets away when they pulled him in for an incident that he had nothing to do with. That's just completely uncalled for. The police are and the government are just taken this crazy technology that we have nowadays and worked it into something that should have never been, and then advertising companies don't don't even get started there. They've just gone nuts.
0: So, so, so if I may play devil's advocate for you, uh, or with you rather, hmm. um, well, I mean, if he was brought in for questioning and they found that he did nothing wrong well and then they just let him go so why is that such a big deal
1: well now he's has an arrest record they, arre- they they arrested him because he was in that area they arrested a whole bunch of people now you now all these innocent people that end up being in this area have a arrest record now they can't get jobs because when jobs pull their records they see oh this person was arrested and reference to say a murder that looks really bad maybe you had nothing to do with it but the police have just ruined your life and that is just that is so
0: wrong so wrong in many ways so but 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 josh if they're able to use this information to actually catch a bad guy doesn't that make it worth it no why not
1: why not They have so many more tools, so many more tools that they can use to figure out who actually, honestly, what happened with that guy was lazy policing in my mind, lazy investigative work because that person, the person that committed that crime could have easily stuck their phone in a Faraday bag Mm -hmm. and committed the crime. They would have never shown up. I mean, if you can, it was just lazy policing. It's If you want that information to help stick a person that you already have in custody in that position, in that you already have them, you have your suspect, now you're going to just kind of make it improve your case and you want to pull that information to show that person was right there at that time, fine. But to say, oh, we just want everybody, then we're going to round everybody up in question that's uh, that's outrageous you you don't you shouldn't be able to arrest somebody on oh you were in this general geographic location when this happened when you have nothing to do with that crime you have nothing to do with the person that was either hurt stolen from you have nothing to do with that but because you were in that area you've just been arrested
0: okay so now we I want to shift to why uh or or to current events. Um with COVID-19 being the crazy thing that it's turned into. Uh you know uh, during the last episode uh, 2 3 weeks ago uh where I had my friend Scott Goodnight on we talked about fear and how uh the media is twisting everything. Uh but there are reports out there that people are liking the ideas about uh, where the government wants to use cell phone data and is using cell phone data and cell phone tracking to verify that people are actually socially distancing to help stop the spread and flatten the curve and all this stuff. How... Do we have a a way to prevent that from happening? Do we have a choice in the matter? And why should we care again? I'm I'm going to throw that in there just just for just for grins. Let's see. What is the name of the book?
1: 1986? 1984. 1984, yeah. The book 1984, if you haven't read it, you're doing yourself a disservice. Basically, it's a dystopian society where the government tracks everything and they control your life with cameras and everything else really scary. It's pretty much what we're living in now, honestly. And we just haven't, a lot of us haven't realized it, but if the government can go to Google and Facebook, cause they've already, it's already in the media. You can look it up easily. Google and Facebook are in talks with the government to give the government there all the tracking information on everybody and basically the government can tell you oh you're in this geographic area you're too close to somebody oh you're making a big group of gathering of people well that also defeats the purpose of peaceful assembly where we can assemble and talk to other people well now you can't do that because the government says oh here's a large group of people let's send the police in to break these people up because COVID-19 is a danger. I, I, I personally am on the fence of COVID-19 is as serious as they want to make it seem. It doesn't seem like it. Uh, there's, I've met some, well, some people in my community, one person got it. The guy was like 60 something and he recovered in like two or three days. So it, I'm just like, if you don't have a pre-existing condition, I just don't see being it that bad, right? But you have now, given it uh, all this passes, it doesn't end, uh, and whatever. Well, Google, Facebook are already in cahoots to keep giving the government this data. What is the government going to keep doing with it? What are they going to use this information for? That's a major concern. How do They just want to isolate people. Then they're stalking us even more, more than Edward Snowden pointed out. And they're doing it publicly because they never let go of the power they seized. This is standard Julius Caesar stuff.
0: Okay, so uh, again, let me play devil's advocate for you or with you. I don't know why I keep saying that. Something's wrong with my (laughs) English is hard. Um, (laughs) So let me play devil's advocate. Let's pretend for a second that COVID-19 really is this awful virus that is super contagious and very, super deadly. Why, why wouldn't we want something like this to help keep us safe? Uh, it always goes back to that same old thing
1: of, do you want safety or do you want liberty? Do you want your freedom or do you want to feel cozy and safe? I don't know a kid growing up that doesn't want to get away from their parents because their parents are micromanaging them and not letting them go out and explore the world because, you know, the parents are afraid they're going to go get hurt. Well, kids going to go get hurt. They're going to rebel and all this other stuff. So if we start, even no matter how bad COVID-19 is, no matter how bad, it could be the worst thing, plague, whatever if the government starts doing this, it's going to get worse. Straight up. It, it will get worse because then the people will get more and more pissed off. Just like that teenager that wants to get out and go be on its own. Well, America has demonstrated time and time again, we're not going to sit there and take it after a while and it might just get bloody. Now you have something worse than the COVID-19. You have a inter-civil war that's not uh, very what's uh, overt it's a very covert of that cop never knows when he's going to get a bullet to the head because and he's not he doesn't know if it's going to be grandma giving that bullet to him because he's seen as the enemy. The police are now the military the military is now the police it's gonna get that bad
0: okay. So how do we protect ourselves? What are some things that we can do to limit this? Let's, let's start simple, and we'll kind of work our way a little bit more complex. What are some simple things that people can do to help take back some of their privacy?
1: Delete Facebook off their phone. Straight up, just delete it or disable it. You can't even really delete it, but at least disable Facebook on your phone. Stop using Facebook Messenger stop using Facebook on your phone. If you still have to use it, make sure you have a download of Firefox browser with um, Facebook container. That's how I do it. That's the only way I get on Facebook is on my computer, on my desktop, Firefox browser with a Facebook container app. Then Facebook is restricted to that and what I give them. And I take away my phone number, I take away my address, Uh, I take away my real email. I give them a burner email. I just start taking things away. And honestly, even better is you just delete your Facebook account. And at the end, you still need a Facebook. Start it over after they've fully deleted it. And don't give them any more real information ever again. Give them, make up a pseudo uh, pseudo um, identity. I'm not going to give any mine away because I use them all the time, but John Smith, and just run with that as an identity. I suggest making a better one, but something like that. But and
0: Facebook has—I've seen it, and they've done it to me because I, because I run uh, a a page and we do political advertising. Uh, but I've also seen it on people's personal pages where they will lock out the user until they submit a copy of their driver's license or passport to verify their identity? All right. Uh, one, don't ever give
1: any online company your driver's license. If you're going to give them a, if you have to, absolutely have to, give them a copy or passport. Uh, there's less information on it, pretty much. But if you are, the way to avoid that type of thing is set up something, set up, two-factor authentication you give them a two-factor fa- authentication it's basically you are saying you're a real person and this is really you um, i prefer the app Authy. i don't recommend any google product Authy works great it's not in their real name it's not in anything like that it's not attached to my real phone number it's a app i keep on my computer because they have a desktop app desktop app and i have mine on my phone and they are synced. No problem. If you give them a two factor authentication, they should have no reason to ever ask you for identification card.
0: And if, if you're not familiar, two factor authentication is usually either they send you a text message with the six digit code or there are other apps that'll pair with your account. Uh, so whenever you sign in, you open up the other one, say Duo mobile for instance uh, and you type in the, the, Six-digit password that it provides that it generates every thirty seconds, uh, and that helps identify you as you. Um, uh, one of the things that I do uh, specifically is I uh, I have a VPN that I use. Uh, I and I, I don't use any free VPNs. I I, I do a paid service uh, because. Free VPNs—they might log your uh, activity. They might log your uh, um, uh, your domain searches. They might log uh, your web server queries, things like that. Um, hmm. What would you ha- what would you say about VPNs? That uh, f- first of all, let me let me just let me just ask you: What does a VPN do? For those who don't know,
1: all right, it's a virtual private private network. So basically, it routes all your network traffic through that company. So instead of broadcasting it to the closest tower or through your, um, yeah, to the closest tower or wherever else, it basically will broadcast it to that tower, but it won't send it directly to whoever saying that that's exactly you. It'll send it to that network, which in my case is PIA. Uh, they send it to PIA, then PIA sends it to whoever I'm going to. Well, uh, the network I'm on, say, uh, uh, Charter for an internet company, they don't know where that went. They just know it went to PIA, and then PIA distributed it to wherever. If, don't ever ever use a free VPN because they are logging you. They are tracking you. They're using... Uh, Using that data for ad sales, they are doing something that's unsavory and not what you want to be done. Uh, using the best VPN, I think uh, I don't. I'm not using them currently. Uh, would be probably Proton VPN, the paid service. Uh, I use PIA. They're good. They work. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to stay with them forever because they're going through some company changes but Proton VPN is the top one. I just haven't signed up with them yet. At least in my opinion, I use their free service. I use I use Proton Mail. I pay for Proton Mail. So yeah, a uh, VPN is a must. It's yeah. an absolute must.
0: And basically what this does is because it routes to this other this other company, this other server, um that server encrypts your data. So while you may ping information to a cell tower or to your ISP, your internet service provider, uh, it'll send it to um, Proton or – yeah. But that's without. It'll go straight to Facebook. Mm -hmm. Facebook will send it back. And your internet service provider, your cell provider, they'll all see, oh, he went to Facebook here. Whereas if you're using a VPN, it'll route it through them. They'll encrypt your request which will then go to uh, some, uh, uh, pull the the domain. Yeah, it'll pull the domain, encrypt that information all the way back, and send it to you where you as the end user will automatically decrypt it. And so the middleman, either your internet service provider or your cell provider, they'll see data, but they won't be able to tell exactly what that is. It's, It's completely jumbled. It is encrypted, and they won't be able to... I mean, it'll be very hard for them to break it. Uh, Another Mm -hmm. benefit of using a VPN is it changes your geolocation depending on where the server is.
1: So what about that? Uh, One thing about that, and this is a big thing with being tracked by your cell phone, um, it does not... If Google wants to find your location and say you are set up to a VPN... Uh, and but you haven't changed your so there's apps out there. Uh, this gets on a little more on the technical side where they can screw with your GPS signal. Every phone is signal sending out a GPS signal and a Wi Fi signal, and they can backtrack it all the way, and it's going to have nothing to do with your VPN, right? But they're going to track all that back all the way to where you are, and core like they can get you within, I think uh something like 10 feet currently uh when 5g which i'm never going to be hooked up to comes out they're going to be able to track you within four feet of where your location is
0: with with wi-fi and this is something that's interesting i actually learned this just recently uh with wi-fi because if you if you have your cell phone turned on to pick up wi-fi it's sending out pings to any wi-fi router that it Picks up, mm-hmm. which is why whenever is. you you load it, you see all of the different networks. If they're even if they're you know secure networks, you know they require a password. You'll still see all of them. But the thing is, those routers have geolocations affixed to them that you can't do anything about, mm-hmm. even if you're and not connected to them. Those geolocations all those exactly, and it's not just Google; it's also Apple. They will catalog all of that, so they will be able to have your location. To within six feet, just of you, just with your uh, Wi-Fi turned mm-hmm. on and not connected to any of the routers, and that includes being indoors. At least with GPS, um, if you're inside, it's harder for them to pinpoint your location. Um, but but with Wi-Fi turned on, they know yeah. your exact location to within six feet. And that is something that is very, very concerning, especially whenever we consider just how the government has been uh, plaguing American citizens with metadata collection and uh, unlawful spying on, on us, all in the name of security, quote unquote. And to be honest, reading these articles, like I saw a couple of weeks ago, the Houston Chronicle posted up that. Harris County has an A for social distancing based off of cell phone metadata. It's like, how in the hell do they even know that? That's scary. Mm -hmm. That's scary. So
1: there's really no way to, in my opinion, um, I'm sure maybe there's somebody a little, probably a lot more technical out out there than me, but pretty much there is no way for them not to say, aside from you sticking your phone into a Faraday bag, Uh, which if you don't know a Faraday bag, it basically blocks all GPS, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth signals. If you have a good one, it blocks them all. Aside from putting your phone into a Faraday bag, there's no... uh, Here's my little overview of what you... My opinion, if you want to start over and you want to be pseudo-anonymous, not completely anonymous... Using your cellular device. This is using your phone device. You need to go buy a brand new phone, an unlocked phone. Do not turn it on. Do not connect it to your home Wi-Fi. Go to a library or somewhere where they have free Wi-Fi. Set your phone up there. Set it up under a pseudo name. Uh, John Smith with Face, uh, with Google or Apple or whoever. If you're gonna use Android, there's a lot of ways of workarounds, but pretty semi-working Android phone that's not super technical, and you're gonna break the world. But basically, you want to set it up all away from you. You want to go to a library that's miles away from you wherever you live, go set it up there, go install a VPN on there so that they the VPN is routing traffic from, let's say, Chicago, and it, everybody thinks that person from there is coming from Chicago. Whoever you, whatever name you come up with, that person's address should be in Chicago. Uh, what There's a whole, I have a whole method of how I come up with aliases. Basically, everything should be out of Chicago. It should just kind of seem really real. You can never sign up any of your old accounts. You have to basically start all your new accounts, your accounts over. So, but this is—it's hard, but you can do it.
0: Yeah, and but this is this is for those of us who might be a little bit on the paranoid side of things, right? Why should why should the average Joe get into this point?
1: we are really getting to this point where it's not going to be the paranoid side where you go set your phone up somewhere else. Your phone is attached to your home address name.
0: Home address. Okay. I so, think it's John Smith. So why, why should, but again, why should people care, Josh? I mean, if they're not doing anything wrong. Because
1: are tired of being confined to your house and you go to this meetup where people are talking about whatever. Well, the cops come in and bust it up just like some high school party. And you, well, when Google pulls up that um, area, they're going to be able to find your phone because your phone has a hard ID. This is why you have to buy a new cell device. You cannot read their phone. You cannot use reuse one that you've used before when you're doing this when they look it up they're going to see oh i have a prepaid phone to the name of john smith not have to be prepaid it's the only way you can use a fake name uh of john smith well i don't know this person is unless they track that phone back to you and if you're being super paranoid this is super to a faraday bag and you go home. you put that phone in a Faraday bag before you get home and I have a whole system and I'm actually putting a book together on how to set up a project using Google still because it honestly, unlike you and me, there's a lot of people that still want to have that Google functionality. Well, well, you own up. And then don't break these steps because as soon as you do and you connect it to your real life, the police are going to be able to see, "Oh, this is really who this person is," and you can you can lock easier and have more deniability. you were in a raid. well then get rid of that phone uh, turn that phone off if you were in a raid, you can just get rid of it. It sounds but the government and advertising companies have set us to become using criminal tactics to avoid being part of their police state. And it's sad, but it. Hey, hey, Hey,
0: Josh. Yeah. Uh, you're starting to break up kind of bad, man. Um, uh, are, are you, uh, are, are Are you able to get a, a stable,
1: uh yeah, trigger. I'm in a stable location. I still have Okay. Really LTE so.
0: Okay. All right. Well, um uh is there is there anything that you might want to you might want to tell people that would make them feel a little bit better about doing all of this? Because I mean, let's face it. This is a change of lifestyle. If somebody really wants to become more anonymous than they are, or at least a little bit more private. Um, I mean, actually, but before I before I ask that, I think some very simple first steps that people could do is, would be... And it really takes just one step to, to start taking back over. Uh, for me, my first step of taking my privacy seriously... On my cell phone was just to get an encrypted messenger app uh, that I now do most of my communication through which is called signal Mm -hmm. Uh, it's it's a great app and 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 people say well what about whatsapp well whatsapp is owned by Facebook it might be encrypted but it's not encrypted to Facebook so (laughs) you, you know you need to if you take just one minor step do something like getting downloading signal uh, maybe turn off your location services on your phone. Uh, don't use it as often as you do, and just start dialing things back. Eventually, you might start getting into habits where you realize, you know, what I don't need all of these additional things that my smartphone offers to make oh, my life easier. What would, What would be some other basic first steps that you would recommend? Like very basic, just initial steps.
1: Get in a VPN.
0: Right. Yeah, that's uh that's a that's uh, a that's a good one for sure. That's a very basic step. Delete
1: in Facebook off your phone.
0: Yeah, and um, and if 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 you must use Facebook, use it in a in a uh in a Firefox-based browser. They're they're free. I use one called Brave. Brave is a great Brave. yeah, Brave is a great browser. Um if I need to get on Facebook on my phone, I will open up Brave. And go to Facebook there, and I don't, I don't miss using the app. Uh, Joe, actually, Joseph Sap. Uh, sorry, I'm not gonna throw your last name out there. Uh, Joseph says, has a good point. Leave your phone at home when you go out.
1: Say that one more time.
0: Leave your phone at home when you go out. Oh yeah, that's a great one.
1: Absolutely. Have a, have two phones, have yep. one phone at home and have one that you keep in a Faraday bay bag that when you get away
0: from your house, you turn back on. There you go. Uh, so for, for all y'all listening out there that don't know all about it, you're not, sure about this whole privacy thing you don't you you know you want to take it seriously but you're not sure if you want to go all the way of faraday bag fake name on your prefade cell phone plan you know all of this just get started if you want to with something like signal a vpn um, and probably another one that's really important is encrypted email um I use ProtonMail. I've used ProtonMail for a while. You brought it up earlier. ProtonMail yeah. is fantastic. And here's the best part about ProtonMail. They're based in Switzerland. Meaning that if the US government ever subpoenaed them for your emails, uh they would say uh, they would tell them to go ha- take a hike because they don't have jurisdiction there.
1: <laughs> well, there's that. But if they did Go to say the Swiss, uh, Swiss government, and the Swiss government went and got the subpoena for them because that's really the way that works. Is the U.S. government goes to Sweden? They say yes, no. Well, when they do go there, they can't give them any information. They can just say, oh yeah, this IP address logs onto this system here for this, and they did it. This the last time they did it was this day. That's it. That's all we have for you.
0: Yeah. And if you have a VPN, that IP address changes every time you change servers, which is Absolutely. great. Um, with Signal, I, uh, one of the things that really sold me on Signal was the U.S. government had subpoenaed Signal for records uh, for a, a, a criminal case. I, I don't know the details. I'm assuming it was probably drug related, but they told the uh, the company that makes Signal, "Hey, we want all of the records that you have for this person's account," and so the they complied, and they turned over everything they had, which was the phone number that it was assigned to that account and the last time that person logged in. And that was it, because that's all the information they had.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that right there is, you know, that's so telling, because now you can really have privacy with texting uh You know, and it doesn't have to be like you're, you're planning the boogaloo. It could just be, I want a private conversation with my wife and know that it's going to be a private conversation. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, I, my wife has signal on her phone and I'm the only person she talks to on it. (laughs) You know, and I know that even if we're talking about dinner, we're the only ones seeing that conversation. And, and that's those, those are the things that really start to get the gears turning whenever you take these first steps.
1: Yeah, there, there's a lot of encryption. I, another one I like is uh, for just your phone. It's 100% free. It's even more anonymous than Signal is because Signal needs a cell phone number. You can go to Wicker Me, and it's available on
0: most... Josh, are you there? You have to... Josh, I think we lost him. Josh, uh, guys, I think we um, think we lost Josh. So uh, I apologize for that. Um, uh, Josh, are you there?
1: Yeah, I'm here. I was getting a phone call at the same time, so I think it was cutting in my signal.
0: Okay. I'm
1: sorry. But, no. Uh but basically Wicker just allows you to use a fake name and you don't have to give them an email address, don't give them a phone number, nothing. It's even more anonymous than Signal is actually.
0: Well there you go, guys. Uh I think uh I think those are that's some good advice for, for people to get just get started. And there's some advice for those of, of us who might be a little bit more paranoid. Uh and So I I think that's a good place for us to wrap up. Do you have anything uh, that you would like to say before we we bring everything to a close? Uh,
1: Other than that, privacy is really important because privacy equals security. It really does, and most people don't realize that. The more private you are, the more secure you are. If somebody can't look up your address and find you, they're not going to be able to get you. Pretty much simple as that. So... uh, Privacy matters. It matters so much.
0: Right on. Well, Josh, I appreciate it, sir. Um, my music's cutting in, so uh, I'm going to wrap things up. But thank you so much for joining us and sharing your uh, your insight. I appreciate it very much. If you uh, if you ever want to come back, just uh, feel free to let me know, okay? All right, awesome. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for me. Um, I, I hope that you learned something here. Uh, we do have a special guest coming up. I'm hoping for next week, but we will... Uh, I will let you guys know. Anyway, until next week, guys, arm yourself with knowledge and share the ammo. Take care.